Good morning and welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It is Monday, the 15th of October, 2018. This is episode number 47, and I'm your host, Edwin Frondozo. The Business Leadership Podcast Live is a live radio call-in show where I speak to business leaders, subject matter experts, and thought leaders to discuss the latest innovations, current events, or best practices that will help you personally and professionally grow. This episode is brought to you by Slingshot VoIP, a leader in business voice AI technologies that help companies understand what the customers are saying when they're calling in. Happy Monday, everyone. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. Again, I am Edwin Frendozo, and I'm really excited to introduce my co-host today. My co-host today is Jansi Ladha. He's he's basically super cool dude, man. I, I met him about a month ago at an event. Uh in a nutshell, he's an international adventurer. He's an outdoor travel leader and a trainer for Adventure Smart Canada. Uh, man, he inspired me. He inspires, facilitates, and enables people to experience adventure travel. Um, so I'm really super excited to, to talk with him. And our topic today is overcoming your challenges and fears, basically removing the mental barrier to progress. If you are joining us live, um, be sure to say hi to us into the browser below. If you have any questions, comments, uh, you want us to talk about it, you could put it in the in the browser directly, and we will get to that question as well. And if you do have a story or an adventure that you want to share, uh, you just have to join the conversation. Please let us know. You could join the conversation live uh, directly into the, by hitting the button directly in the browser. Um, Chanzi, happy Monday. How are you doing today? I'm great, Edwin. Happy Monday. Thank you for having me here today. Oh, no, this is definitely my pleasure. I'm really excited about this. I know you and I had met a couple of weeks back at, a, at a, it was basically an international event and, and right off we, we hit it by, by just talking about adventures and, and it just so happened to be, which is kind of crazy that you, you just came back from the East coast that I, I do remember, um, doing some trip yeah, over there. That was yeah. when we came back from, uh, from exploring Newfoundland. Which was fantastic. Yeah, no. Um, for, for, I mean, for the benefits of the listeners, what did you do in Newfoundland? What was, what was the whole idea there? The whole idea, it's always to uh, get people a little bit out of their comfort zone and uh, show them what they can experience just by taking that small step. So um, we had a group of uh, 40-something-year-olds on that trip. And um, we did uh, two of the most epic things we did out there. One was um, for people who've kind of Googled Newfoundland. And uh, one of the famous pictures that comes up is the picture of the Western Brook Gorge. It looks like these cliffs and a fjord uh, running through them. And that place is called the Western Brook Gorge. Um, and it's, it's like an eight-hour return hike. So it's not something that... Uh,
Hey, Janzi, are you still there? I'm not sure if I lost you. I might have lost Janzi. Um, it looks like uh, he dropped out or maybe lost internet connection. I know being an adventure, elite adventure, he might, he might not actually have the, the best internet services. But what we wanted to talk about, and maybe if you are joining us live, and uh, we'll, we'll just give a give a couple of minutes for Janzi to, to log back in. Um, basically, we, we, we were talking about when I had met him, you know, he told me about his adventures. And I had just recently come back from a camping trip here in Ontario, Canada. And I was like, it's a crazy, really windy. I think there was like 100 kilometer wind warnings and everything that. So I had just come back from a fishing trip. And uh, and it was and I was I was just pitching to Gen Z. I was like, hey, man, this is, you know, I'd love to bring maybe some of my community, some of my executives to come to maybe do something out of the out of the norm and and you know get out of that so that that's that's where me and Janzi had met Janzi, i i hear you did you uh did you drop a connection uh yeah I, I think i'm back now sorry don't know what happened there yeah no worries no worries so uh i, I took over for a bit but Thank uh you. what i but what i was saying was how I, we met and i had just come back from a, a fishing trip as well and uh and i was i was pitching the idea like oh maybe i want to do this with you know some key emerging business leaders or executives within my community and take them to different things and and take them out of the norm but i guess why don't we just jump right in Chanzi? i mean when people see something whether it's on instagram social media on tv you know some sort of activity adventure and and you know they they think to themselves man, I, I can't do this. Like, what's that type of advice you give to them? Uh, most of the things that you see out there, the first thing you need to know is that you can do it. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, Olympic ski jumping or uh, anything extreme. Uh, you know, obviously, those people are professional athletes with uh, serious skill set and years of training. But what the average person is posting on Instagram or even, you know, outdoor enthusiasts or enthusiasts in any field, Whatever they're putting out there, it's not something that's really impossible. It's, you know, 90% of what we do is, uh, is doable by anyone as well. And uh, the first thing you have to tell yourself is, no, there's no reason that I cannot do this. And there are all the reasons that I can do this as long as, you know, you're, you're, you're in general good health, uh, don't have any uh, serious um, uh, handicap or, or health issues, then really there's no reason why you can't do any of those things. Uh, it just requires the right uh, preparation the right gear if necessary and then off you go yeah no for sure for sure and but what do you think it is like what's really holding them back is it just a fear of getting out like it could be any anything right there's yeah it's usually a fear of some sort and, and it's usually unfounded just because that fear has always held them back so they've never crossed crossed that barrier to really determine is this a real fear or is this just a made-up fear that's in my head so, for example, um, when I first snorkeled, this was years ago, um, and it was at one of the Disney water parks. So very safe and, you know, no worries. And I was like, sure, let me try snorkeling. And I've, I've never been in, uh, more than an average swimmer, but mm -hmm. I wasn't afraid of the water. So, okay, we get in the water and snorkel. And, uh, of course, first time I'm using the snorkel, and I'm halfway through the lagoon, and I look down and I see these little nerk sharks. So I start freaking out. Oh. And I see, oh, the bottom is 15 or 20 feet deep. So I freak out more. And, <laughs> and then I got water in my snorkel. And I wasn't able to blow it out. So I started choking on it. Mm -hmm. And, of course, uh, the, the happy end of the day was the lifeguard had to come and rescue me. And, and my family still comes and makes fun of me about that. 
that's how <laughs> I started, you know, snorkeling. Um, but a few years later, um, I decided to uh, go and try out for my scuba diving license. And uh, I was uh, able to, to get that successfully. And one of the things that they make you do, it's all fine and dandy when you're in what's called the in-class in-pool session, mm -hmm. which half of the training is, you know, in-class and in the pool. So I was like, hey, okay, even though this pool is, you know, 15 feet deep, no problem. If I feel scared, I'll just come up and grab the side. Mm -hmm. So I got through that part. But you, they, you don't become a certified diver until you replicate all of those same skills out in the open water. So now you're in the open water, you're in a lake or a sea or whatever, wherever you are. And there's no wall to grab onto when you come out. So you're basically, you know, on your own in there in the open water. Mm -hmm, so yeah. I experienced, I mean, we've all heard of the fear of heights. But when I looked into that murky lagoon, because it wasn't the best visibility, and I could just see blue fading to black, and I experienced a fear of depths at that instant. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't see the bottom, and they want me to go down there, and this is nuts. Um, but you, you, you sort of black that out and you hone into your knowledge and your training and okay, I got this. I know the skills and I know it's only 25 feet deep, even though I can't see it. So let's just do this. And, uh, you know, I overcame that fear of depths. So the, the key is to, to get out into the field, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. Number one, to arm yourself with the right knowledge about it. So as I mentioned, the fears are unfounded a lot of times. So educate yourself. Okay, what is it that I'm afraid of? Uh, and, and that helps you, goes a long way in overcoming it. So I was able to complete that certification on the first attempt. Um, and anyone can. I'm not sure if it's just me, but maybe we lost Janzi again. Uh, Janzi, are you there? But yeah, I mean, I could, I could totally relate with Janzi. Uh, <laughs> I remember going snorkeling in Cuba and going doing some cave snorkeling. I didn't take no certifications or anything like that. I just tried one of those, try snorkeling, and I'm a pretty strong Perfect. swimmer. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're a strong swimmer or not, but I yeah. mean... Uh, yes, you can't swim away from a shark. If a shark's out to get you, you're already done. Yeah. Right? So I was like, okay, I, here I am, you know, wanting to dive in the ocean, but I'm afraid of sharks. So yeah. I, I, I spend a significant amount of time educating myself about sharks. And uh, for those of us who remember the line from uh, Finding Nemo, you know, fish are food, not friends. Or sorry, is it fish are friends, not food? Uh, <laughs> and... and It looks like Janzi dropped out again. But yeah, no, de de definitely, definitely understand that. Really educate yourself when it comes to that. And I mean, I haven't gone back snorkeling since. Not that I was scared. I just remember being a 50-foot drop, and I seen my instructor, crazy enough, who was smoking cigarettes, drop all the way down to the bottom 
of that cave like like it was so easy and i was just sitting at the top and and then you could see actually in the darkness that there was actually other scuba divers down there with flashlights and you're like oh there's more people down there that's pretty amazing i'd i'd love to learn that and 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 educate them um if you're just if you are listening to us live it seems like my co-host janzy is a uh, might be having some technical difficulties i know he uh he logged in through through his phone but uh um he was mentioning that it might be uh the location where he was where there was an issue so if you are joining us live i'd love to hear some of your biggest fears perhaps when it comes to trying th- new things i know for me one of my biggest fears is is um one of my biggest fears is probably bungee jumping. For some reason, it seems like I would let go of a lot of things, but I, I've never done it. I've talked about it. I never, I've jumped out of an airplane, but uh, it was more parachuting. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so I was kind of scared. Um, Craig, thanks for, thanks for calling in from uh, Fredericton, New Brunswick. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. I'd love to hear about uh, about the cave diving in the dark as well. Um, Jansi, are you st- are you there? I see that you I'm here. Back I'm in. here. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure what happened, but I'm here. I can hear you. Yeah, you're on your phone though, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. So no, this is good to know. Um, yeah, no, I, I was just I was just uh, sharing my uh, my scuba diving, uh, not scuba, my snorkeling adventures. But Jansi, I'm super I'm super um, curious to know. I mean, obviously, we, we talked about people, you know, being afraid and really, you know, building knowledge, educating yourself. Um, very specific to me in the community is what I'm I'm really focused on is how do you or how do you what are your thoughts on adventure travel that helps people, you know, in their personal and professional lives? I can uh, answer that with an example. It's uh, it's again about overcoming challenges and by doing so learning what you're really capable of, realizing that, hey, I have these capabilities that I didn't know I had. Mm -hmm. Um, We went on a whitewater rafting trip, uh, as we do annually, with a different group each year. And um, on one of these trips, about half of them, and typically a third to half of our our rafters are non-swimmers, which Mm -hmm. is a great accomplishment to begin with, because here's a guy who's who's afraid of water or can't swim, and he's going whitewater rafting, like, this is nuts. So we had this guy who was a non-swimmer, and there's two types of non-swimmers. There are those who are petrified of the water, and there are those that they don't know how to swim, but give them a life jacket and they're happy in the water. Mm-hmm. So a friend of mine, he was with us on this trip, and he was of the first kind, the petrified kind. And um, he, you know, the first day when we get there, we, we start off with just uh, enjoying ourselves on the lake with some canoes or kayaks. So he was in a canoe with another buddy. Mm-hmm. And life jackets and everything, shallow water, like barely maybe six or seven feet just by the shore. And uh, one of our other friends, uh, T-boned his canoe on purpose. And so they ended up in the water. And he immediately went around and grabbed him from behind just to make sure he's okay. Uh, but this guy completely freaked out and he was having almost a panic attack because he had never felt, he had never not felt the ground beneath his feet. And here he was in, in water. Uh, we got him to the shore, you know, in a few seconds and he was fine. Uh, but this helped him understand, hey, okay, I'm okay. If I have a life jacket, I'm fine. So it was easier for him to go rafting the next day. And uh, he went through pretty much every single rapid. 
And at the end of the day, we have a long stretch on our way to the takeout where we can jump in the water and swim with the flow of the river. And he was one of those people who did that. And afterwards, I spoke to him and he said, you know, thank you so much for bringing me on this trip because through this, I learned how to conquer my personal challenges and fears. And now I apply this to all the challenges I face in my life, in my business, in my work. And it's really great that I went with you guys. Oh, wow. And, and he was the one, Janzi, he was the one at the beginning that was really fearful of water, right? He was completely petrified of the water, yes. Did, I mean, that's deathly scared. He was deathly scared. He thought he was going to die when that canoe tipped over. No you, know what that, you know what that reminds me of? It's like yeah. sink or, it's almost a sink or swim theory, right? Like, you, like whatever you're scared of, but of course, yeah. we're all adults here, yeah. you know, you're going to get thrown in this white water rafting. <laughs> <laughs> you're either going to seek or swim and, and then you yeah. realize, yeah, maybe I'm not that scared of it because hell, I'm more scared of death than I am of this water, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, something's always going to happen. And if, as long as you have the right mindset to say, okay, I'm in control of the situation, then, you know, you take it from there and get over it. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. That's amazing. Um, if you are just joining us live, I know shout outs to Craig for uh, talking about Donald Ciron's, uh story about cave, di cave diving in the dark. I don't know if you know about that, Janzi, but I'd love to hear that story. I might have to look it up. Um, if you have any questions about, or maybe comments or even success stories about facing your fears, we'd love to hear hear from you or even join the conversation. Um, what's, um, I'm curious, Janzi, like what fears have you conquered? Well, one of those are multiple. I told you about the fear of depths and uh, the fear of sharks. Um, one, I guess that's common that people may face mm -hmm. is, uh, is talking to strangers, especially like say in a sales context, for example. And I know mm -hmm. this is a business leadership program. So one of the most uh, things that people find most difficult is going to someone that you don't know, you've never met, and just uh, initiating a, a conversation with them to mm -hmm. get the ball rolling. Um, I wouldn't call it a fear, but it was a skill that I didn't have. And I was able to acquire it through what, when I look back, or even at the time, it felt like this is the worst job ever, but it gave me probably one of the most valuable skills that I need. Uh, it was a direct sales job where we had to take a bunch of cheap crap and walk into businesses and try and sell them, you know, the stuff that we had. And we would start at like nine in the morning and, and go all over the town, uh, dragging a little trolley behind us. And, and selling our wares, maybe mm -hmm. sell 60, 80, 100 dollars worth in a day, you come back. And it was difficult because you're walking into someone's you know, workplace or business or a coffee shop or whatever and, and trying to hawk them the goods that you have. So it was really difficult. Uh, but by doing that for a couple of months, I, I sort of just overcame the, the barriers I had in terms of uh, feeling uh, weird or shy or nervous about you know, doing it. But Eventually, it came to a point where I could walk into any business or go up to any potential customer and you know, tell them what I haven't and make a sale as well in the process. So through that experience, I developed the, this skill of uh, now being able to talk to, to anyone, anywhere. My, my family makes fun of me that, oh, you just make friends at every single place that you go and in every country that you travel to, you just randomly make friends. And then you, you're in touch with them for years after that. Um, but that goes all the way back to that horrible job that I had where you, in this case, uh, practice uh, and, and realizing by practicing it that, hey, this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I can actually now start talking to people. So 
that fear or, or I guess apprehension went away just by a process of continuously doing it. So that's mm-hmm. another example. And then, and, and it's also realizing that, uh, I mean, sales, I, I know the sales game, cold calling, talking to strangers. I think that a lot of the fear, and I know this as well, like continually is, is it's, it's thinking that people are saying no to you. I mean, that's what people are scared of. Or like you're not getting accepted. And when you realize, and I'm sure Danzi, you did this um, within the within this uh, prospecting role that you had, was that they're not saying no to you. They're just saying, may, who knows what's happening to them right now or whatnot, right? But uh, it's it's just changing the focus or the mindset as well, right? Um, in terms of that. So that, I mean, that that's an interesting. Uh, Interesting story that you shared. Um, I know a lot of people talk about like even getting over the fear of public speaking, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure people um, listening maybe uh, maybe be super scared of public speaking. Like, do you, what would you say to someone who came up to you and says, "Janzi, you amazing adventure, but I could do anything with you except public speak." <laughs> what would you say to them? Just uh, break it down into easy steps. Yeah. Um, you know, like, okay, I want you just to go up and tell people these four things. You know, tell them who you are, where you're from, and uh, what you're doing here today, and uh, one dream of yours. Just something yeah. that they don't have to think hard about, something that's not foreign or they're not trying to convince anyone. But yeah. just, you know, like the icebreakers, people do at many events, mm-hmm. you know, where some people are very shy and they just say the very minimal. And some people tell you a little bit of a story when they're introducing themselves. So just to break it down into bite-sized portions. And and he was like, yeah, of course I can tell people my name. Okay, great. Tell them your name and tell them where you're from and tell them what you love to do. And just uh, repeatedly exposing them to that and gradually increasing the amount of exposure. Um, And I think continuously doing that in, in group settings where they're not the only one doing it. And people usually, you know, come around pretty fast. Again, like you said, is the initial fear of rejection or, mm-hmm. or people saying no to you. Uh, but believe in yourself. We're all, we're all different, but we all have something to offer. Right? Different doesn't mean worse or, or less capable or, or something inferior. We're all just different. And, and Toronto is a great place where you can see that. Half our population is uh, you know, not born here. So we're all different. And uh, Toronto is a great place to appreciate that our differences, they don't uh, you know, make us weaker. They just make us stronger. And I have something to offer that maybe other people don't have. Or I have a perspective that I can share and enlighten others that other people don't see yet. So believing in yourself, knowing that you are worth something. And uh, taking in small, bite-sized steps. Keep going. No, for sh- yeah, no, for sure. For sure. If, you, if, you're, if you're just joining us, what we're talking about is overcoming your fears. Uh, well, that will help you, you know, become a better personal uh professional or personally within your life in your personal life um and really we're talking about at this point very specific adventures like that you may or may not be scared of i know for me jan z and i just want to share for me one of the things that i've always wanted to do but i'm like scared because i'm scared of heights uh is uh is bungee jumping i mentioned earlier on the show when you kind of uh when you dropped out for a bit mm-hmm. bungee jumping is on my list still but i'm scared I'm so scared for that. Like I've jumped out of an airplane before, but it was more parachuting. Uh, so I've done that, but I don't know. There's something about just being on a fixed thing that, that really like I haven't given up on the dream or the nightmare yet, but uh, it's still there. 
<laughs> is there something like that for you that you're super scared of to do right now? Um, nothing immediately jumps to mind. I mean, I haven't uh, jumped out of an airplane yet, and I don't see a reason to do so. Like, why would I jump <laughs> out of a perfectly good airplane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I, I kind of face the same fear that you had of, of bungee jumping. Um, and it kind of somehow conquered it uh, in a way on on a recent, not a recent, but on an adventure in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was unplanned, and uh, it ended up conquering that fear. Uh, and if you want, I can share that story with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Um, so we were in Costa Rica, and um, everyone, you know, likes to do zip lines. I was with my buddy, and uh, and I'd done zip lines before, so I wasn't too thrilled about it. But for him, I'm like, sure, let's go. Right? You haven't done it before. Let's go. You know, zip lining. And uh, I just want to. Can you still hear me, Edwin? I can. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Okay, great. And uh, so we went ziplining. And at the end of the zipline tour, they had this thing called the Tarzan jump. Mm-hmm. And so when I heard of it, I'm like, okay, they probably have these, you know, vines or ropes or whatever hanging and you just latch onto one, swing to the next platform or whatever and, and go. So okay, yeah. we can try that. So we go up there and there's a crowd waiting at the sort of entrance apprehensively and they're not moving. And there's this long bridge that uh, extends out over the valley. So mm-hmm. you walk onto this sort of a steel steel bridge and you're standing, you know, over two, three hundred feet of air at that point. Mm-hmm. And so all these people who had done the zip line, but they're all just standing at the base and not no one was going to do this this Tarzan jump. Yeah. So uh, this one uh, British guy, he was in his forties, I think, you know, he started walking, he turned around, waved uh, goodbye to his family, blew them a kiss. Everyone cheered him on and he went and the guys yeah. buckled him in and he just jumped off. So what the Tarzan jump was, it wasn't what I thought it was. It was basically almost like a bungee jump, except that you weren't tied by your feet and dropped upside down. You were harnessed, uh, you know, with a chest and body harness and you held on to the, the rope with your hands. Uh, but as soon as you jumped off the platform, you were in free fall for a good, I don't know, probably 150 feet yeah. uh, or something. So that part was totally like a bungee jump. And then obviously it, uh, it leveled out and, and then you swung for, you know, back and forth three or four times before they finally pulled you down. So this guy went and did it. And uh, my friend's like, yo, are you going to do this? I'm like, buddy, I'm not insane, man. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, you can go do it. He's like, no, no. So we were debating this and uh, there's a young girl there. And yeah. uh, she was arguing with her mom because she wanted to go and her mom didn't want her to go. But okay. she's like, I'm going. And, you know, she just took off. So everyone cheered uh, her on and, and clapped. And we saw her getting on and put on the harness and everything. And, and she jumped off and, you know, everything was fine. Yeah. Um, so my friend's like, okay, go do it. I'm like, buddy, I'm not doing it. You can go. He's like, okay, I'm just going to go check it out. I said, okay, fine, go. So he starts walking along the bridge and everyone cheers him on. They think he's going to go do it. And uh, I see him. And he's at the gate where as soon as they open the door, you have to jump out. They've got the harness on him. Yeah. And uh, they open the gate and he's holding on to the railing on the side. Yeah. And he's like, he's shaking his eyes like, no, no, no. And they're trying to coax him into jumping and he's not doing it. So they eventually yeah. they, they, they shut the gate. And then he walks back and everyone kind of boos him and stuff. So he goes, <laughs> hey, Jansi, just, just go there and do what I did. Just go to the platform and just go check it out and, and then come back. I'm like, okay, just, fine. Just check it out. <laughs> just go check it out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started walking towards the, the bridge and, and everyone, of course, the, the crowd cheers up again. Like, yeah, yeah. And at that moment, I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to mess with my friend. He thinks I'm just going to go and uh, look and come back. And But I'm just going to screw with him. I'm just going to do it. 
And I made up my mind at that point. Yeah. Know, well, before I reached the end, I'm like, no, I'm just going to go do this. And so he's waiting. He's watching. I get tied in. They open the door. I'm like, holy, this, yeah. this, is, this is a big drop. <laughs> this, is re- like, this is the real deal. Like, this, <laughs> this is, is the real deal. I'm like, no, you know what? I got to do this because I've always been afraid of this. And I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And, and I didn't think any anymore. And I just jumped off. And that was probably the scariest few seconds of my life. My heart was in my throat. I screamed all the way down. Um, and my knees were, were shaking when I actually got on the ground. Yeah. Um, but, and my, my friend, uh, he came up running to the edge of the platform. And he looked at me like, hey, man, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. He's like, is this scary? I'm like, no, no, man, it's easy. Just jump. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's crazy. But so you did that because do you think you did it because it was just the spur of the moment? It was the spur of the moment. And I was like, you know, these people did it and everyone's doing it. And I know obviously all the safety, you know, is in place. And it was one of those moments where I'm like, you know, I just need to conquer this fear because it is something I'm afraid of. And let me just do it. So it was a combination of those things. Spur of the moment, the peer pressure, the cheering, also wanting to screw with my buddy. And all just came together in the perfect storm. And it was and perfect timing. It was perfect, yeah, that was yeah. perfect timing. And uh, I love yeah. how you just like, yeah, you know what? I'm here already, man. Like, let's just let's just do it. Do you think? Do you think? Um, did you do it again? I didn't do it again, but um, I don't think I would be as scared of going back and doing it the second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> amazing that's amazing thanks for sharing that story if you're listening us live we're just talking about you know overcoming some fears being in the spur of the moment Mm -hmm. and just just doing it um we're slowly slowly gonna wind down so if you have any last minute questions we'd love to hear from you Uh, whether it's live or even on the replay be sure to reach out to myself and we'll be sure to get uh jansy's information at the end of the program as well um yeah jansy Love to get some final thoughts for from you for the emerging business leaders who might be listening today. And, you know, as we were talking about fears, whether it was an adventure um, or something that just gets your heart beating, any final tips that you want to want to give them today? Mm, yes, I do. What happens is when we pass up these opportunities, um, you know, of things that we think we would like to do, but we don't do because of whatever reason, you know, usually a mental barrier or a fear or or some other excuse. Mm -hmm. Then what happens is uh, you notice that weeks, months, and and eventually years go by and you haven't done a lot of stuff. I mean, you've worked and maybe you've, you know, uh, been very successful in your career, which is awesome. And uh, maybe you're doing a lot of volunteer work or something. You're doing a lot of great stuff, but you still feel like other than the sort of routine life i haven't done anything you know amazing i haven't done any of those things that all of these people are doing or mm-hmm. uh, so i like to tell people you know what add some epic chapters to your life story when you're sitting around the campfire next time you be the one to have a few stories to share not mm-hmm. just listen to everybody else's so my my advice to people is don't wait don't think too much don't over plan it make a list i tell people you know, people have, uh, you know, these, these dreams that, oh, I want to do this someday or do that someday. I tell them right now, today, while I'm standing in front of you, just get a small piece of paper, whether it's a post-it note or whatever. Just take a tiny piece of paper and write down five things on it that you want to do. And just tape it to the side of your laptop, your monitor, wherever, somewhere you will see it every single day. And just start with that. Make that list. 
And that's the seed of your dreams. Once you make that list, you're going to start thinking about it and you're going to actually do it rather than, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 years going by and you haven't done a whole lot. So act, do it now. Don't delay. Don't think too much. Make that list. And those fears, trust me, as you conquer them, it will open up new doors and you'll never look back. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing. And definitely, you know, just just take that opportunity and, and just run with it. Janzi, where can we find more information about you, the adventures that you're currently going on, or anything else that you'd love to share with us today? You can uh, check out our website at goepic.ca. We're also on Instagram and Facebook under Epic Adventures. Uh, the handle is actually Adventures Epic because someone already took Epic Adventures, mm-hmm. um, but we're still Epic. So goepic.ca or uh, our social media, the, the links are right on our main page. Awesome. Janzi, it was, it was a pleasure. And uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, actually meeting you again in the, in the near future. Me and Janzi are actually going to go. Uh, he's going to take me on a tour, a mountain biking tour. So I'm really, I'm really pumped to, uh, to join you on that. I'm not, I don't know if I'm scared, but I haven't been on a trail for like 10 years. So uh, I, I'm, bringing my, I'm bringing my mouth guard and my helmet. No, I'm just kidding. Definitely my helmet. <laughs> exactly. Well, we'll make sure you have a good time and uh, inject a new love of trails in you then. Awesome. Janzi, thank you again and uh, hope to have you on the show in the near future. Thank you very much, Edwin. It was my pleasure. The Business Leadership Podcast Live is, is an almost daily show, so be sure to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Um, And if you haven't done so yet, please be sure to check out my podcast, The Business Leadership Podcast, where I sit down with business leaders to discuss personal journeys, experience, and their experience of business leadership. New episode dropping every Tuesday. You can catch it on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And lastly, I recently launched a free private Facebook group called The Business Leadership Group, where I share my daily insights I would answer your questions. We could keep in touch. And and also, you can meet other emerging business leaders, other like-minded people in that group as well. So be sure to catch me on Facebook there. But that's a wrap, everybody. Happy Monday. And by the way, happy Small Business Week if you are an entrepreneur or you're running a small business. Uh, Have a fantastic week. I'll see you all next time.